<laughs> 94 WISP. You found me. I can't hide there. Running my yapper. Hi, it's Grease. Oh, Grease Huh? Grease Yes, sir. Yo, what? You are sweet. That's all I have to say that. What can I do for you, sir? You're sweet. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about all these crazy outfits all teenagers be wearing and stuff? Well, whatever. You know, styles come and they go. See, everybody was hocking me for hanging onto my bell bottoms. Well, guess what? They're back in style. For all these years, they're back. Yeah, of course, some of it I've already donated to the third world, and I watch it on the news every night. My old clothing that I've donated on those church drives, those earthquake relief, those flood... Uh, I saw some guy in Zimbabwe in my Nehru jacket the other day. Yeah, so the styles, they go, they come. Uh, hi there, it's Grease. What's going on? Hey, Grease Man. Yeah. How you doing? Uh, you like the NBA? Yeah, I watch it every now and then, yeah. Yeah, how about that fight last night? You see that? That was unbelievable. And the, uh, uh, you know, I, I, you, you see, you see people cutting loose like that. Uh, I mean, Steve Rivers uh, cleared both benches. You know, you know, I think Kudo should go to Pat Riley for helping to quell the fisticuffs. And I noticed he didn't muss a single strand of his perfectly mooshed hair. <laughs> you know what, Shat? He's wrestling around. He still looks like a million bucks. Hey, he and Jimmy Johnson ought to hang out. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Not that you want to see a game descend like that, but every now and then, a little, little something to get you going. Hi, it's Grease. Grease? Yes. Uh, how you doing? Good. Good. Listen, uh, I already heard a girl talk about her wedding, but that's what I want to talk about, if that's all right. What is that? Since I became engaged, if my fiance hears this, she's going to kill me. It has been like city inaugural, inaugural ball. Yes. That's what this is coming to. You mean every time you turn around, there's another party, there's another event? Oh, but I mean, as far as planning this wedding, the band, the limousines. I'm telling you, that's what—that's why you should elope. It's so much less strain, all this hassle. <laughs> I mean, you'd be so glad to be married and get it over with. And now it's like every day I see her, and it's like Jeopardy music is playing. She'll say nineteen hundred dollars, and I got to say something like, "What is the cost of the band?" Every time she walks in the room, it's more <laughs> money, more money, more money. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I mean, good you know, luck. I cover the whole thing. Now it's where we're going to live. I told her just get a wigwam. You know, and we live in the street. We're looking all over the suburbs and the city. What, are you going to buy a house? Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck, man. How old are you? 27. God, how old is she? 24. Oh, God. Both with stable careers, though. We're all right. Run like hell. Run like hell? Cancel it. Just disappear. Change your name and identity. <laughs> she makes more money than me. Oh, okay. But still sounds like it's going to be a hassle. Oh, it's... It, it, who not to invite? Who's in the wedding party for right. hours? Oh, man. Sounds like, it, sounds like trouble. Avoid it. Cancel it. <laughs> Enjoy your freedom a while longer. You want me to tell her you said that? Yes. <laughs> and I said that you're, you're, you're feeling spilkus? And uh, uh, you're feeling spilkus? I mean, right now, uh, you know, the way you're feeling is kind of scary. You're, uh... Now let you just drop them pants. Don't you feel like that a little bit? A little. I mean... You just wanted a simple wedding. I mean, you didn't want to rent the main ballroom at the plaza. All you want to do is marry the woman and get on with your life. She's a nice person. Just drop her, boy. She cooks a good meal. Gives you a reasonably decent snarling. And now, all of a sudden, you're hiring bands. You're buying food you can't pronounce. 
you're spending money like it's growing out in a money tree in the backyard. You wanted to be the groom. Nowhere did you ever say you wanted to be the squealer. But yet somehow you are the squealer. Every time you turn around, if she's making more money than you, sir, how come you're paying the, uh, how come she comes to you with the money requests? I have no idea. How come she comes in $1,900 and you got to say, oh, what, you got to pay the band? I mean, where did that happen? And why, why do you say, you want the big wedding? You line it up. I'm having a beer and I'm going to watch the ball game here. Huh? But instead, listen, this is you. This is you and a guy that's organizing the wedding. He sees it, you one big squealer. So I say run. I say get behind the wheel of your car. Find a town where nobody knows you. Start over again. I mean, you're thinking, Greece, I got my roots here. Yeah, you got your roots here. There's one big root, and it's pointed right at you, buddy. And you're going to be on that log. You're facing the moss. And a mountain man. I'm speaking figuratively, figuratively, of course. But at the end of the night, when you gotta write that check, you gotta feel like. Do you realize how butch you two look? The choice is yours. Right now, you don't have. She has no paperwork on you, whatever. You better Come on, squeal. Is that what you want to do? Huh? That is a good idea. All right. Oh, listen, real quick. The other night, you you sang a song and. She was in a car. It's the first time I seen her laugh in a long time. That schnippity doodad. Oh, she laughed. On second thought, I think this wedding is a great idea. I say you go ahead, full speed. Sounds like a one, a wonderful woman, and you're going to be very happy to. Looking for furniture. Oh, that you buy it for whatever she wants. You buy. All right. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea that she was an aficionado of the more unusual broadcast presentation. So I say, yeah, and she likes wacky tunes too. Well, all right. Let me do one for her. That'll. You run, go get her. Oh, wait a second here. Crank up the radio loud so that she can hear it. Uh, I think sometimes, as I was telling another lady, you know, you get these wedding things, you hear about these outrageous people dropping 10, 15 Gs on a wedding. Well, they could probably start out with that money. Maybe it'd help buy that house or help keeping them from starting. You know, so many people start their lives in total debt. And that's a scary thing. I mean, you're not even married already, owe 15 Gs. Take the 15. Keep it handy for that new car. All right, let me sing a wacky tune for, for you and your rhyme. My doodad swing like a pendulum do. Avocado packages, how about you? Spartan flame and fuselage ready to begin. The rosy red bruises from the slapping on your chin. Now if you grope and squeeze a virtual property of different packages everywhere you'll see. Take a tip before you grip another cheesy trunk. Or grab a hold and see that thing and I got vaulted swell. Don't get too close to the mozzarella smell. Like a pendulum door, give a little squeeze and they just might spew. Mr. Ed appendages inside a speedo, the mighty bold presence of my avocado. Mama's old pajamas and my daddy's mustache have something in common, the scent of gas. Like a fine cigar, it's under your nose. Hey, buddy. You know where it goes. My doodad swing like a pendulum do. Slapping on the palm bays, black and blue. Hanging 
into my kneecaps. Look at them sway. You better move back, cause the guys is on the way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just a silly little something there, a silly little song uh, uh, to bring a smile in this life of tears. Hello. Yeah, hello, Green Man. Yeah, you made it. Yeah, all right, I got a question for you. Yeah. George Foreman has a, an upcoming uh, bout with Tommy Morrison. Yeah. Considerably white boy, considerably younger than George Foreman. Yeah. Now, I was wondering if you think maybe George Foreman overextend himself. Well, you know, I thought, uh, I'm trying to think of the fight I watched George Foreman do where he went the distance. And Alex Stewart, he fought Alex Stewart. And they thought they'd knock him out the first round, he went the whole way, and almost won the damn thing. Yeah. Is that the fight? Are we talking about the same fight? Well, he looked like Buddha at the end of the last fight. Well, all right, so admittedly, he, and, and George is good about it. I mean, he makes fun of himself. He's, you know, he, he talks about how he fights so he can just buy more chicken and stuff like that, and he likes to eat, and he have 15 hamburgers before. But uh, I kind of like it. Maybe it's because maybe George and I, well, the years are going by, and we're, well, we're getting up there, and, uh, you know. Uh, but I kind of like to see George. I like to see a guy in his 40s out there. Pa, 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 pa. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm 37 years old myself. Oh, and as a rule, you watch boxing, and a black man, they usually win. Well, I don't uh, know. This thing, I think if I father time, I'd be taxing old George Foreman a little bit too much here. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, you can't really tell until tonight, but I love the fights, man. I'm glad I'm not in there. Imagine that. You see, your job, my job, whatever job you do, at least you don't have somebody swinging at you normally. Yeah, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Why so? And there's George. Bip, bop, bip, bop. All right. Thanks for the call. Thank you, my friend. All right. All right. Yeah, old George, man. Still doing it. Now, him and Riddick Bowen, I don't know about that. Imagine him. I'm sure he'd take the shot. You know, by the time you get by the time you get to Riddick, you know, then you're talking, you know, $10 million if you win, $7 million if you lose. You know, I'd almost be tempted if I knew I wouldn't get slapped. Silly. Yeah, isn't Riddick almost about twice, George is in? Four minutes. Yeah, well, well, George will just move with the with the years of experience, wily and cat-like around the ring. All right, I got to take a pause just for a second, but I will be back. 1-800-544-9294 is the number if you need to get hold of me. Stand by for more of the Greaseman Show. This weekend, 94 WISP puts you in control. The All Request Weekend. Uh, yeah, I'd like to request a song. Yeah, can I make a request? Hi, I'd like to make a request. Oh, uh, yeah, I was wondering if you play some John Lennon. This weekend, you say it, and we'll play it. All Requests. We'll take you inside Philadelphia's largest on-air music library. And we'll put you in the driver's seat. It's the All Request Weekend. I mean, after all, isn't this why you bought your radio in the first place? The All Request Weekend. It happens this weekend. From the only station big enough to bring it to you. We're the classic rock station. Hey! Or WISP. Thanks for listening to Philadelphia's classic rock radio station. 94 WISP. We specialize in only the great stuff from the past four decades. And we would love to have your input. Give us a call right now at 668-8320 and let us know how we can better serve you. We're the classic rock station. 94 WISP. You can be a doctor, a drummer, a deep sea diver, screenwriter, sculptor, excited car. Peace defender, hot gold tender, of your own shore, Lincoln Center. 
It's a life or drug situation. In the Navy and Marine Corps, we think you've got a lot better things to do than drugs. Being an author, engineer, astronaut, artist, director, designer. Doggy psychiatrist. Fast picture, left-handed boat commander. Reporter, lawyer, cattle rancher. Blue angel, pilot, never noticed. Oh, yeah. You can do anything if you don't do drugs. A message from a drug-free Navy and Marine Corps. When you want the best there is, you go to a specialist, someone who really knows the field. Now, if you're shopping for a minivan, you want the specialist from the minivan store, your nearest Dodge dealer. That's where you'll find Caravan, America's bestseller. And because Dodge dealers have sold more minivans than anyone, they know more about minivans than anyone. So they're experts at matching the right caravan to the right family. And with 14 models to choose from, that's a lot of matching. From the budget-pleasing base caravan to the incredible all-wheel drive grand caravan. Every model comes equipped with power steering, power brakes, even a minivan driver's airbag for added protection when you use your seatbelt. Plus options like V6 power, anti-lock brakes, built-in child seats, and a whole lot more. Which combination is right for you? The specialist knows. And there's only one place to find a minivan specialist. The Minivan Store at your nearest Dodge dealer. The Pennant, the premier sports and entertainment complex in the Delaware Valley is at it again. The Pennant presents one of the greatest classic rock groups of all time. The Guess Who. Don't the Guess Who, performing all the classics this Thursday at the Pennants in Holmes, Pennsylvania. The Guess Who. She's come undone. She didn't know what she was headed for. Call 237-6549. 237-6549 for advanced tickets to the Guess Who. Friday, March 26th, Backstreet takes to the stage of the Pennant. Saturday, the Chatterband entertains. And don't forget, the Pennant hosts a special edition 94 WYSB after work party on Friday. It's a big action-packed weekend at the Pennant, and it all kicks off with the Guess Who this Thursday. Call 237-6549 for advanced tickets. Hi, David Garner again, president of Connect Long Distance. You know, thanks to these commercials, I've become something of a minor celebrity. The way things are going, I probably could get my own summer replacement series. But I'm content to stay right here on the radio, helping you small businesses keep your phone rates down, up to 20% off the big boys' basic rates. Of course, if the right offer come along. In the meantime... Call us toll-free at 1-800-326-SAVE. That's 1-800-326-SAVE. Who is America's toughest man? On March 27th, All-America will find out. Tough man, world championship, rules. One man fights another man. The winner fights another man. And another. And keeps on fighting until we all find out who is America's toughest man. Tough Man World Championship, a non-stop slugfest. Saturday, March 27th, live on pay-per-view. Call your cable company. You're listening to The Grease Man Show on 94 WYSP Philadelphia. Do you think it's healthy? 
And I, I don't mind criticism either. If you want to call me up and say, uh, you know, this this thing you have, this fascination with your bone-dry martini, the way you almost talk about it, the way, the way I can almost hear you smacking your lips and literally frothing at the very thought. Inebriation. Uh, no, it's not inebriation. Let me get that straight. I don't get lekkered up. I don't get lekkered up. I just have a bone-dry... And even though my funny little honey waits at home and the pots are bubbling and the scent of food greets me when I come lumbering through the door. I like going out and having one in the bar room just talking to people. That's how I, that's how I get some ideas. Lots of bits ideas. You get them and you, you sit there with your elbows there eating a pickled egg talking to the guy next to you. Talk to you guys. You're in Nam? Yeah, I was in Nam. I tend to buy him a drink. Never forget when that mortar blew off next to me. A lot of guys tell me when they victims of severe concussion. They share a similar eerie feeling that when they come to, they wonder if they're dead. And this is what heaven is like. Because one minute you're in a battlefield, there's mud and noise and everything, and the next minute there you are with the veils all around you. But actually it's just the the privacy curtains there in the hospital ward. I said, hell. That happened to me and I knew I wasn't dead because I woke up hungry and my feet were cold. And the bartender said, well, wait a minute. How I said, well, I just reasoned with myself. I said, if I'm hungry, I can't be in heaven, right? Because they wouldn't let you go hungry in heaven. Lord knows if my feet are cold, I can't be in hell, right? <laughs> So I still got to be alive and this stinking blooded. He said, easy. I said, all right. Bone dry. Just one more and then I got to go. Bone dry. And then, as I'm talking to the bartender, you listen to the peripheral conversation. Some guy comes walking in. He bumps into a guy that's dating his daughter. Some college puke. Sitting there sipping a beer with a couple of his buddies, and the guy says, oh, young man, yes, you were out with my daughter the other night. She came home like she was on top of the world. I mean, she was so happy, she was almost giddy. Are you responsible? And a kid leered at his friends and said, yeah, you might say I had a hand in it. So that's why I go out for my bone drive. And I sit there. That's why I always limit myself at one, maybe one and a half, because if I get more than that, then I start to remember childhood stuff. And does anybody... I mean, nobody wants to hear a guy in a sea of sucker suit at the end of the bar yelling, they did it to me! Maggots! They're all maggots! Very unpleasant. The pressures they put on you at school, I think I'm still recovering from. Funny, the events that stick out in your whole career. I remember one time, it was like fifth or sixth grade, PS 32. We're taking a test and I'm hating life because I got to go to the beach room. You know, and you had to raise it either. When you had to go, you raised one finger for number one and two fingers for number two. I said, ma'am, I got to hit the head. I got to hit the can. 
He said, Nino, you can't leave the room during a test. You'll just have to wait. And I'm like, Err. Oh, God. Oh, Nanny. Well, test went on for another 25 minutes. Everybody turned in their papers. He said, all right, Nino, you can go. I said, I don't have to anymore. She said, how's that possible? I said, well, I couldn't wait, so I whipped out my geography textbook, and I cut loose right in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. The Grease Man Show. Show a little slice off the best of Kansas CD. Nothing like it, man. Uh, nothing like it. Uh, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to the springtime. What about you? You feeling ready for it? Enough already, huh? Enough already with the fuck the weather. Let's get some serious heat out here. And I love it. 
A lot of people say, Greasy, was it because you lived in Florida all those years? You don't mind the heat? No, I like it. The hotter, the better, man. Reminds me of my time in the Belgian Congo. Yeah, there's some heat for you. You want to talk 100, 500, 6 in the shade every day. Yeah, that's why I like it when it gets hot around here. I like it when my shirt sticks to my skin. Man. Well, I had some close calls over there. As you know, I was the liaison man between our government and the puppet government of Moise Chumber. And uh, he turned me on to Yomo Kenyatta and Patrice Lumumba. They kind of took me under their wing and they showed me the, the ropes. Oh, God. I probably shouldn't have taken that trip. But I find fascinating. Tell me if you don't agree. People that have never been assimilated into modern society. People that still live as they always did since the beginning of time. With the, the tools, only kind of tools they got is ones they made. They live far away from electricity and televisions and radios and books. and They just exist totally by the law of the jungle. I think that is fascinating. They have no police department. They have no... They just form their own civilization. They go to bed when it's dark out, they wake up when the sun comes out. They don't know about accountants and portfolios. They don't file taxes. They probably don't get ulcers either. They don't sit in traffic. Think about that. There are still little pockets of civilization where the people are not bound like you and I are by convention. Wouldn't know how to tie a tie. They're naked, for God's sakes, all the time. Sweet! They have tribal rituals where, yes, they have a, a sort of marriage. They raise their children. They die. They bury them by their own custom. We, have, we farm everything out. We buy our food already cooked. Even our dead, we give to somebody else to prepare. They do everything. I had to see them. Now, Moise and Yomo both warned me against the ferocity of the Yanomano tribe, but I had to see them. And see them I did. I went out there and I was captured, like, immediately. I figured I'd go out and make gestures for peace, and they, they spoke enough English from the missionaries that they'd already eaten. They grabbed me, spun me around. Next thing I know, my clothing was stripped from me. I was put in a pot of water and they started gathering wood to heat the water and literally boil me alive. I said, you guys do want to cook and eat meat? Now, wait a minute, now, wait a minute, we can talk about this. And the chief was like, oh, yes, yes, we do want to. I said, no, wait, wait, you look at me, look at me standing here naked before you in this pot of water that you're about to heat up. All these years of weight lifting, I, I probably would be the lousiest meal you ever had. Look at this. Arms all hard and sinewy. Look at his chest. You can't you find anything good to eat in there. Look at all this grotesque of it. All this muscle. You want to chew on muscle? Look at my washboard abdominals here from thousands of sit-ups. I mean, yeah, even my glutes. Look around. Look at this tuchus. I mean, all those years of doing squats. Leg raises. I mean, you're not going to find yourself... I, you, you, you won't like it. It won't be good. He said, oh, we do not worry about your weightlifting. The only part of the body we eat is the doodads. Ah! 
no! It's the all-new Grease Man Show. Hi, you made it through. It's Grease. What's cooking? Grease. This yeah. is Anthony from Nation's Capital. Yeah, Anthony, what's going on, buddy? Hey, I was wondering if you were still, uh, since you made a trip up to New York, if you and uh, John Riggins are still raising hell and shooting skeet, or is the... Uh Friendship uh, ceased. No, friendship. Friendships never cease. I mean, sometimes you're geographically uh, you wrenched apart. But no, as a matter of fact, Riggo uh, came over for dinner the other night. Oh, yeah? Yep. That's and we, we swapped some stories, and uh, yeah, we keep in touch. Yeah, well, uh, I, you guys started teaching the boys up there in New York about Riggo because... Everybody knows about Riggo. He's a Hall of Famer. John Riggins, number call, 44. Everybody knows Riggo. When I called up there, the guy answered the phone. He's like, who's John Riggins? I'll well, all right. Well, guy. not everybody's. <laughs> he's like, I'm not in this. I was like, everybody knows John Riggins. A baseball fan, but we're teaching Anthony a little bit about this. Huh? Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. I guess that's, that's what can happen to us all. Well, he's only been... He's been... How long has John Riggins been retired now? What'd you say? Um, it's been... Uh, Six, eight, eight. six, eight years. Yeah. Right. So there you go. Anthony, you were how old then? You were like, tw <laughs> you were just a lad. Just a little, just a little. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, when Rigo came over, he didn't mention the incident one bit. We, uh, we, we, we've put that behind us. It was a mistake. I know it was a mistake. He understands it was a mistake. And yet, uh, it's, it's a little awkward. Well, well, you know, Rigo, I don't know how much you know about old number 44 from the Redskins, but he's the last of the mountain men. And even though he was very uh, successful financially, and uh, he did very well with his uh, monetary gain, uh, uh, old Rigo still kind of lived out in the woods. Because he's a hunting man. He likes to hunt, and he likes to fish. And rather than live in a big city where you got to make a long drive to get to the things you love, he built a lean-to out there. Where, uh, when he wanted to get away, he could just get away where no one else could ever find him. I went out there one foggy night. The dark woods, not a soul in sight. The dog howled and gave me a fright. It was dark in that park. By mistake, made him ache, didn't mean to, in the lean-to, that night. Big John had invited me. He gets lonely for company. Spend the night neath the stars and trees. I fell asleep, it was deep, got a dreamin' about a reamin', didn't mean to, in the lean-to, that night. See, I'm not used to sleeping out in the woods like that, I've told you, I'm a city puke, I don't know from nothing about that, and I'm, on top of that, I'm used to cuddling my funny little honey. Well, I guess I rolled over some, and there was John, and, you know, I was so asleep, and we'd been into the corn liquor, and, well, I... I just thought he was she, and that led to me. What's it say about my manhood? He never did wake up. The next morning, by the coffee pot, the double bag tasted bold and hot. But then I noticed that sticky spot. 
Did I lunge? Did I plunge? Did I bore? Old 44! I didn't mean to in the lean-to that night. But we put it behind us and the past is past. Matter of fact, we never even said anything that morning. Eh? I just looked at him and turned away and he looked at me and took a long, hot bath. And that was the end of it. Well, actually, not totally the end of it. As we were walking back to the car, he, he let fly with an SBD and this big old bubble up here. Oh, pretty hideous. I gave him that inflatable cushion for a little gag gift at Christmas. But it's over. It's done. I didn't mean to. In the lean to. Hi, it's Grease. How you doing? All right, I wanted to ask you a question um, about Charlie Manson. What do you think... What do you think he thinks about this guy in Waco, Texas? Charlie, man, I don't think he's he's staying up at night worrying about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's no. Uh, for the interviews I've seen of Charles Manson, he seems a little wacko. I read I read his book, My Life, by Charles Manson. You ever read that? No, I haven't. It is pretty. Uh, he sounds pretty lucid in the book. I think somebody wrote the book for him. But yeah. the, well, the interviews no. I've seen of the guy, he looks. He's got a haunted look in his eyes. It's like man, he's out there. Yeah, because they both say they're Christ. I mean, I was wondering how many crosses we got to hang on the wall now. Right, he says, it, yeah, I don't know. That seems to be a common mental delusion. Yeah. All right. What do you think they should do about this down there in Waco? I get it. More? Well, we, we, we could beat it to death. That's why I've been talking about it a whole lot. What can we do? We can't knock yeah. the wall down. He's got kids in there. If it was just a bunch of uh, armed lunatics, you take the tanks and knock the wall down, I guess, and squish everybody. But there are little kids in there, so you yeah. can't really... Uh, do anything. How much more tax dollars are they going to take from us? Well, I guess humanity has to outweigh over a... How can you put a cash value on human life? Yeah. Right? Okay, thanks, man. Okay. I, I do hope it ends soon, though, because I'm getting tired of hearing about that guy in there day after day. Hi, it's Grease. What's going on? Hey, Grease. Um, I was just wondering, like, what is the best way to go into court, as an appearance-wise? Suit and tie. Really? Yeah, why? What's the charge against you? Tailgating. Tailgating? Yeah, a stupid one. That is pretty stupid. Did you actually must have crashed into the back of the car? Yeah, no. I was, yeah. I was being a typical teenage butthead. Well, that's that's a hard charge to make. You know, you know, normally they don't cite you for tailgating unless you've actually had an accident. Because mm -hmm. if you don't have an accident, your defense would be, well, I was far enough behind, didn't hit anything, but you obviously hit something. No, I didn't hit anything. You didn't hit anything? No. Well, this is like the typical New Jersey cop. He just pulled me over. Well, all right. Well, don't fight. You put, put your suit and tie on and show a little respect for the court, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank all right. you. I mean, because uh, I haven't been charged with anything, but my first divorce ended up in a courtroom battle. And then... Uh, and, and it turned a little ugly. Because we were making charge, counter charge. And uh, there were a lot of spectators in there from Estelle's side of the family, a lot of spectators in from my side of the family. And finally, when it came my turn to speak again, I said, Your Honor, I have to tell you honestly, 
that is still is a nymphomaniac. There, I've said it, and I don't care who hears it. Well, pandemonium broke out at that point. I mean, uh, her side of the family went berserk, my side of the family went berserk, uh, and the judge reached for his gavel and couldn't find it. Looked down at Estelle, and there she was, working. Hey, lady, lady, give me that thing. It was a gift for my kids, for God's sake. It's the all-new Grease Man Show. Oh, Nelly. All right, now I am going to play the air guitar. Look at it. Teeth over my lower lip. Look at me. Hunch it, hunch it. That's some ZZ Top.
feet top, man. Oh, God, look at me. I'm working up a good lather now. It's the Grease Man Show. You made it through. What's cooking? Hi, Grease Man. How are you? Very well. How are you doing? Okay. I just found out that I'm pregnant. Hey, sing hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you very much. Well, what are you going to name the baby? Well, if it's a girl, I'm going to name her Lois Ann. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of people get named Lois anymore. It's another forgotten name. Good. Keep it alive. <laughs> okay. And if it's a boy? And if it's a boy, I think I'll call it Danny. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. You want me to check on it, see it's in good health? Would you? All right. I th- let me take a quick break first. If you can linger longer, i got to do a break, and then I'll come back, and that'll be the first thing I do on the other side. I will, through the miracle of modern technology, talk to your baby and make sure everything is A-OK. Thank you, Grease. All right. Hang on a second. Okay. Stand by for more. Of the Grease Man Show. 94 WISP takes you back to Mayberry, Pennsylvania. Hey, Barney. You know, 94 WISP and Budweiser are doing a classic rock art show and sale to benefit the AIDS Task Force of Philadelphia. Well, not to blow my own horn, Howard, but I think I was partly responsible for getting Jerry Garcia involved in art. How's that, Barney? Well, I pulled him over for doing 36 and a 25, tried to get him to sign the summons, and he responded with an elaborate drawing of a one-finger salute. You're kidding me, Barney. He's a military man? Howard, he's one of the dead. Oh, God rest his soul. No, that grateful dead, you idiot. It's one of a kind. The classic rock art show and sale. Anyway, the now famous Bird of Mayberry will be publicly displayed at the 94 WISP Classic Rock Art Show and Sale. April 3rd and 4th, brought to you by Budweiser, the rock and roll king of beers, and the classic rock station, 94 WISP. It's gonna be a red-hot spring with red-hot deals on red-hot new Hondas. Just head into your participating local Honda motorcycle dealer during Honda's red-hot deal day. You'll need sunblock, sizzling deals like no money down financing, free demo rides, free service inspections and appraisals, a free oil filter when you buy four quarts of pro Honda HP4 oil, even a free ride red Honda hat. Better hurry. Honda's Red Hot Deal Days end April 30th. After that, you'll be left out in the cold. See all the hot new Hondas today at Devon Honda in Devon. Motion Enterprises Honda in Hamilton and Link Cycle Service in Coopersburg. Financing available through American Honda Finance Corporation on selected models to qualified buyers. Demo rides on selected models to licensed riders 18 or older. Giveaway items while supplies last. All offers at participating dealers only. Honda, come ride with us. I was looking for this irresistible taste When I came upon this irresistible face Well, maybe she could help me I've been thirsting for so long Then she looked into my eyes And sang the Diet Pepsi song She sang Get special savings on Pepsi this week at CVS Drug Stores. Make the clear choice with Crystal Pepsi. Two liters, only 99 cents. Try the light, refreshing, clear cola with no preservatives or artificial colors and very low sodium. Or choose from your favorite Pepsi brands, including Diet Pepsi and Mountain Dew. Pepsi and... 
entertainment complex in the Delaware Valley is at it again. The Pennage presents one of the greatest classic rock groups of all time, The Guess Who. Don't give me no the Guess Who, performing all the classics this Thursday at The Pennage in Holmes, Pennsylvania. The Guess Who. She's come undone. What she was headed for. Call 237-6549. 237-6549 for advanced tickets to the Guess Who. Maybe I'll be there to shake your hand. Maybe I'll be there to share the land. Friday, March 26th, Backstreet's takes to the stage. The Pennant Saturday, the Chatterband entertains. And don't forget, the Pennant hosts a special edition 94 WYSB After Work Party on Friday. It's a big action-packed weekend at the Pennant, and it all kicks off with the guest who this Thursday. Call 237-6549 for advanced tickets. Okay, we're talking with NASCAR driving champion Dale Earnhardt at the start of the Mr. Goodwrench Quick Loop Plus Flag of Winner Sweepstakes. Dale? Dale says you could win one of 19 new GM vehicles if you race to a participating GM dealership soon. The Mr. Goodwrench Quick Loop Plus oil change is guaranteed in 29 minutes or less, or the next one's free. Uh-huh. Dale says visit your GM dealer now and win. Necessary void where prohibited. Must be U.S. resident, licensed driver, 18 or older. Sweepstakes end May 15, 1993. See dealer for guaranteed details. Christian Hess, college sophomore and Army reservist. I joined the Army Reserve to help pay for college. You can earn all this money and you only serve one week in a month plus two weeks a year. Ann Tilgens, college student and Army reservist. The discipline I've developed in the Army Reserve has really helped in my college studies. I'm more focused and I can get myself to study better. Army Reserve, money for college and more. Be you can be in the Army Reserve. For details, call 1-800-USA-ARMY, paid for by the U.S. Army Reserve. You're listening to The Grease Man on the classic rock station, 94WISP. All right, look at me, look at me. I'm a man alive. A man on a mission. Are you still holding on after all this time? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah. All right, man. All right, hold the phone up to your tummy. Let's see what that baby's all about here now. Uh, let me play some quiet music. And... Hello, little petunia. Okay, let me get myself properly tied off here. Wait a minute, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm checking on you to make sure gestation is, is going uh, smoothly. Yes, of course, gestation is going smoothly. Everything is developing quite normally. Now, I can't speak to you right now, so please, please, amuse yourself elsewhere. Wait just a cotton picket minute. I'll amuse myself by talking to you right now. What are you doing in there? I'm planning to do some... Umbilical cord bungee jumping. Yes, I grab the umbilical cord and I tie it around my ankle and then I climb up out of the placenta and I jump. Now, if mommy is standing properly, I drop past all the kidneys and the liver and right out into the open. And then I say, hi. Umbilical cord bungee jumping. You can't do that. Once you jump out, you gotta stay out. You don't jump back. Oh, I don't know about that. This umbilical cord's got some real snap into it. Yeah, 
I know he's going to snap into it, but no, you can't leave the placenta and then uh, jump back out again. It destroys the whole delicate balance. What, are you going to go to rent the placenta? you got to stay in there until the time comes to come out. Wow! Yes. Don't defy me there. Very dangerous. Well, I'm doing it, so you better warn Mommy. Let me test the strength on this thing. Whoa, 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 ah, ee, ooh, ah, whoa. It's got a little snap into it. I'm warning you, this is not going to do real well. Uh, all right, uh, all right if, you're, if you're bound and determined to go through with this thing, ma'am, uh, uh, quickly go ahead and grab the Lady Remington. Yeah, would you? Better trim up the area so the kid doesn't get hung up upon re-entry. The Grease Man Show. My goodness, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm afraid to talk to these kids in there. Oh, God. Oh, but I've done many a birth. Many of them, I've been there. I've witnessed the whole process. Look, uh, I used to be a gynecologist years ago. So how come I have a handle on all these babies? You didn't know that? You had no idea? Oh, come on. You, you had to have known that. Come on, I've, I've talked about it. I've, I've, I've mentioned uh, in passing my references to Blauman General Hospital. A lot of people say, Grease, why would you give it up? All those years at Harvard Med, uh, all those years you, you trained and you dealt with the old and the infirm. Uh, a lot of people say, we, we, we can't have old age homes. We need AO. We need them. Where else a new doctor supposed to be able to practice? You know what I'm saying? Uh, you need people in there that aren't quite on top of their game so you don't get sued. Yes. God, I loved it. The operating room where I was God. Every day I'd walk in and throw my arms cut with these hands have been touched by God. Well, I remember I was going through another brutal day. It turned out we had just had Brooke Shields in. She was in town doing a movie and uh, needed a quick exam, so my partner and I were fighting over who got to lick the speculum. And uh, we were rolling around in there. I got it. No, I got it. Well, I get to keep the glove then. All right, you get the glove. I get the speculum. I mean, we're having a little argument. But my assistant, Miss Hotchkiss, stuck her nose around there and said, Doctors, doctors, stop it. I said, What is it? Can't you see we have important business we're discussing in here? She said, there's a nun out there. I said, a nun? How do you like that? This will be a first. Uh, send her right in. Oh, and uh, get the weed whacker. This could be some rough going here. So they send her in. I closed the door. I said, all right there, sister. What seems to be troubling you? Well, she's not in the room with me maybe five to seven minutes. The door of the examination room bangs open. And she goes running out. But not just running out, angrily running out. I mean, she knocked over the table where I had a nice lamp. That crashed to the floor. She glowered at everybody. She ripped up the prescription little pieces of paper and threw it at the receptionist. And then when she went out, she slammed the door so hard it literally busted around the molding. And then the chandelier came loose and crashed down upon the coffee table. We ran to the window and we watched it. She got in her car and just popped the clutch on that bad boy. Laid down rubber for about 30 seconds until there was a big cloud of acrid-smelling smoke. And then she blasted out, cutting people off into the intersection and roared out of sight. 
then I came walking out of the office. I said, well. The receptionist said, Dr. Grease Manelli, what possibly could you have told her that made her run off in a huff like that? I said, well, I told her she was pregnant. And one of the guys in the waiting room said, pregnant? I've known that nun for years. She leads this straight and narrow. She took a vow of silence and celibacy. There's no way under the sun she could be pregnant. I said, I know that. But it sure cured her hiccups now, didn't it? Uh... Paging Dr. Grease Manelli. Paging Dr. Grease Manelli. It's the one and only Grease Man Show. Dr. Forrest. Please dial 118. Yeah, don't forget Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine. Hello. Grace. Yes, go ahead. How you doing, Grace? First um, time caller. Hey, you made it through. What can I do for you? No, I'd just like to uh, tell you about an incident I had about a year ago. Um, I'm 18 now, but I was 17 at the time. And, uh... What happened? What happened? I was driving my mother's car, and I didn't have my license yet. Okay. And uh, this lady cop pulled me over with her partner. Oh, well, why did they pull you over? I made it right on, right on red. On the local boulevard. And you're not supposed to. Right. Not in New York, but I mean, when my sister lives in Pennsylvania, you're allowed to. So, hey, you're driving without a... You think, uh, you know, there's an old saying, uh, the safest driver on the road is someone who's just had his license revoked. Exactly. So, uh, you would think that you driving around without a license would be even safer than that. <laughs> hmm? I always thought of myself a good driver, you know? Yeah, but you didn't even have a driver's license. You mean you never took the driver's test? Well, in New York, it has to be 18 or 17 and three quarters, whatever it is. Right, right. But I ain't got my license yet. So you're driving around. That's a formality to hell with it. So so my mom didn't know anyway. So what happened? So uh, I told her that, I, you know, I didn't tell her I was underage. I told her that I forgot my wallet at home and uh, I didn't have my license on me. And I kind of looked pretty old for my age. And she was like, you know, I won't, I won't give you a hard time if you meet me at the, you know, this bar in the neighborhood after she gets off her shift at 2 o'clock. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, sure, definitely. And I'm like, I'm definitely. You know, trying to, like, butter her up. So she let me off. So uh, I never showed up that night because she was pretty hurting looking. I mean, she kind of looked like a man. Like yeah, but, yeah, I mean, you could have been in jail for driving without a license. At least you could have done is given her a mercy stuff. She got back at me, though, Grease. How's that? I didn't, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't meet up with her at all. I blew her off. And uh, about a month later, I'm uh, using up the rest of my... Bottle rockets from Fourth of July passed. Yeah. You know? And uh, you know, my neighbor called the cops on me. Tell me, you know, just to tell me, like, you're a regular one-man crime wave, you know? Hey? Well, some people say, but not not in real danger. So she comes and there she is again. Yeah, she comes again, and her partner's like, okay, I just keep it down, whatever. And she was like, I know you from somewhere. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she told the partner that she she that I was a bad kid, whatever, bad kid. And uh, when I showed her my identification, she got like kind of felt stupid. All right. Well, I was 17. Well, all right. She that... took me down. She hauled me in for attempted arson. Man, well, you see that? You should have had to drink with her for crying out loud. I should have, but, uh... That, uh nah, nah, that's what you learn from this. That's your moral is you learn a little something from this. Nah, nah. So the whole thing cost me, like, two grand in lawyer's bills, and I, it got laughed out of court, you know, yeah, all, but, but still. Still, still. Who needs the uh, who needs the sorus? Who needs the aggravation there? I tell you, you can get into more hassle driving. It's a simple thing. You get in the car, point A to point B, right? But then you forget licenses, registration, you got tags that don't match up, uh, uh, you end up with a few belts in you. I mean, I never had more problems than whenever I drove with my daddy! Oscar Priest, my daddy. I just got my driver's license, but...
That big anti-drunken driving campaign kicked in big time. That's when I got my license. really big on that because I was a college puke at the time and I said now we got to have us a designated driver so I was out with the daddy and his friend Russell and we're watching the ball game in his barn daddy was the designated driver so we're knocking back beer after beer I didn't realize it that daddy was running the separate tab at the other end of the bar I'm thinking he's drinking a sarsaparilla or having some Coca-Cola, and he's down at the other end of the bar knocking back Boilermakers. Of course, now, I had a tremendous ability to consume alcohol, so I didn't notice anything unsteady about it. So we leave the bar. Daddy's driving. I'm in the middle, and Russell's sitting by the door. But we're just headed on home, when up ahead we see the sign. Sobriety check ahead. And Dad is like, oh my God. I said, well, we're going to beat this one, right? You haven't been drinking. He said, I haven't been drinking. Man, oh man, have I been drinking. I don't have to be boilermakers. I had beers. I did shooters with the bar. I said, Daddy, my God. Well, it was too late to go bouncing over the median and head the other way. So what did Daddy do as the lawman starts to get near our car? He dives over the front seat into the back seat. He said, I can't do this. I'll fail that test. I can't say the alphabet backwards even when I'm sober. So now it seems like I'm driving the car. I'm not, no way am I talking to the lawman. Because I had been drinking, because I thought Daddy was the designated. So I dive in the back seat. Well, now there's Russell sitting up all there by himself. I said, Russell, you talk to the cop. He said, I can't talk to him. I've been drinking. He dives in the back seat. Now here comes the lawman. He's looking in the window. He's like, who's driving this automobile? We just sat there. And then I said, well, actually, uh, officer, um, uh, the man that was driving it was afraid to do the uh, sobriety checkpoint, so he took off is what happened. He saw you guys up there, and we, we were sitting back here, because uh, we have been drinking. I'll be honest with you, we have been drinking, but we had a designated driver who was sneaking booze, and uh, when he saw the checkpoint, he took off. So, uh... If you wouldn't mind just pulling the vehicle off to the side of the road, I'll uh, stagger off to a phone booth and call my mama. She'll come get us. He said, y'all get out of the car right I know one of y'all was driving his car. Don't pull out. What, do I look stupid? So there we all three are standing there belching noxious fumes as this lawman's looking at us, real suspicious, hat pulled down low over his eyes. He said, y'all spin around. So we spun around one time. And then he looked in the window of the car at the driver's seat. He pointed to Daddy. He said, you're under arrest for DWI. You're coming with me. And uh, Daddy said, wait, 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 wait a minute. How you know I was driving? And uh, the lawman said, well, that's my police ability. I just matched the singe marks on the back of your britches with that seat. Y'all must have ate at Benny's Burrito Barn or something, huh? Keep it here for more with the Grease Man. 1-800-544-9294 is my number. Stand by for more of the Grease Man Show. And now for the 20-song music marathon, we take you to Springfield. All right, there's another 20-song music marathon. Now remember, if we don't play at least 20 songs, it's $20,000. $20,000! Let's see. I need to buy peanut butter, that new power recliner, five billion cakes of beer. I better put on 94 WISB and finish my list. Okay, that was the Eagles. 
Before that, it was the Beatles, Pink Floyd, The Who, Moody Blues. That's a lot of classic rock. Hey, I'm getting hungry. I think I want some pizza. Ooh, pizza. With pepperoni, mushroom. It's the 20-song music marathon. 20 songs in a row, or we'll pay you $20,000. I think I have a side of cheese fries. Maybe some money. From the classic rock station, 94 WYSP. Crackers, mushroom. America's Tool Store. It's where you'll find the leading brands. Black & Decker, DeWalt, Stanley, Makita, Husky, Ryobi, Skill, and more. America's Tool Store. More tools than any other store. All at guaranteed low warehouse prices. America's Tool Store. It's in only one place. Home Depot, where you'll find top quality Ryobi power tools. Ryobi is known for building tools that are long on versatility, like their detail sander. Lightweight and powerful, it's specially designed for finishing in hard-to-reach spots. The Ryobi detail sander is a sander, scraper, and polisher all in one that reaches where no other sander can. And Home Depot is a proud sponsor of the 94 and 96 U.S. Olympic teams and the Centennial Olympic Games. America's Tool Store, Home Depot, where low prices are just the beginning. You've probably seen the commercials for the new Nissan Altima. But even more likely, you've probably seen the Altima itself, because not only is it the best-selling new car in Nissan's history, the Altima is the best-selling new car nameplate in America. And for the first time, your Nissan dealer has plenty of Altimas in stock, still starting at $13,000. And now, till the end of March, there are factory-to-dealer incentives and low-cost leases on Zs, Pathfinders, Maximas, Trucks, and Sentras. There are also incentives on the NX and the 240SX, and the best selection yet on the new Quest minivan. So if you've been admiring all the new Nissans on the road, see your Nissan dealer. Because now you can finally drive one home. Nissan. It's time to expect more from a car. Based on sales of new nameplates through February 93, MSRP for Altima XE, excluding taxes, title, license, destination, charges, and options. Limited time offer. Dealer participation may affect cost. See dealer for details. to refreshment, there's nothing like the pure taste of the Rockies. Silver Bullet Smooth Coors Light. It's the right beer now. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Another bubble yum crazy comparison. Hey girl, what's up? Observe, this is a long-lasting, super cool blasting piece of sugarless bubble yum bubble gum. And this is a no-poppin', fun-stopping coffin full of vampires. Good evening. No, both are killer and both last a long time. Hello, girl. If I could sure use a snack. Big, soft, juicy, sugarless bubble yum. For fun, it's the only one that counts. Count? Someone say count. But only 
Bubbly the Yum will still be jamming when the sun comes up. Bubble Yum keeps it popping. Hi, David Garner again, president of Connect Long Distance. You know, ever since I started offering up to 20% lower rates than the big boys, we've had a lot of interest from big companies. But what I want to know is, where the heck are all you smaller companies? We want you to save some money, too. So whether your phone bill is $200 a month or $200,000, just remember, we're an equal opportunity saver. Give us a call at 1-800-326-SAVE. That's 1-800-326-SAVE. You're listening to The Greaseman Show on 94 WISP Philadelphia. All right. Yeah, let's go back to the blower. Hi, you made it through. It's Grease. How you doing? Uh, very well. How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, I've been a dedicated weightlifter for about 10 years. That's great. In the past year, I've been in a big-time slump trying to get myself psyched in that to get down there and pump some iron. Yeah. But, uh, you know, listen to you and all your stories and that. Uh, kind of help me out. Yeah, you got to do, when you've been pumping for 10 years like that, you got to do different things that'll give you more impetus to go uh, to go on, to, 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 to cross over those those little uh, sticking points. Yeah, but you played a song one time a while back, uh, Beef It. Yeah. I was wondering if I might be able to get, get you to play that, you know, it's kind of late tonight, maybe uh, tomorrow sometime. I'll get it on for you. That's kind of in the regular repertoire. Yeah. You got to pump up, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, my wife really doesn't understand what you're all about. You know, I tell her all your stories and that. Yes, and what does she think? Well, put her on. Let me talk to her. Maybe I can talk talk some sense into the woman. Put her on. Okay, hold on. Let me talk to her. Here she is. Hi there. Yeah, hi. What is it exactly you don't understand? I don't know. He consumes all his time with you. I don't know. <laughs> What do you mean? He, what, what, what's to consume? He listens for four hours, we share a laugh? That's okay, isn't it? For four hours, that's the problem. Is that well, a... let's put it this way. He works nights, and tonight's his night off. He's at home. Yeah? I think he is. Well, he listens to me. Listen to you, that's right. Well, so it's not me you hate. It's the fact that uh, I take away your... I don't know. I think we just have two sen different sense of humor. I don't know. No, we all laugh at the same thing. Come on, I'll make you laugh. What do you think? Okay. I mean... I, I, I do like that beef song, though. You can play that, though. You mean, uh... uh when I tell jokes, he laughs and you don't laugh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't buy it. I don't know either. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Maybe it's that, uh, the, the anger that I have that he's listening to you. I think that's what it is. Just relax. Let's shed the anger. Yeah. Let, let's shed the anger. Come on. I'll tell you a little story and you'll laugh with me, okay? Okay. All right. Now, are you comfortable? Uh, wherever you are, are you comfortable? Are you, uh... Oh, I'm comfortable, yeah. All right. Get up on my lap a second. Here we go. Okay. Let me take you to the forest, okay? Okay. See that? You're laughing already. What do you think? I know. Oh. Go ahead. Tell me about the forest. All right. Well, there's this tiny little tree there that... Next to all these big old tall trees. And the tiny little trees kind of getting joked at by all the passing people. They say, look at this tiny tree out with all these massive trees. Well, finally, the park closes for the night, and the, the little tree says to a big oak standing by. Tell me a little bit about myself. I'm, I'm so confused that I'm so tired of taking abuse. Am I a son of a beech or am I a son of a birch? <laughs> eh? 
And I'm not even to the punchline yet. You're laughing here like the Benoit balls are going nuts. So, the big oak tree looks at him and says, Well, son, you're neither a son of a beech nor a son of a birch. But I'll tell you this much, your mother was the finest piece of ash in the whole forest. I tell you that. <laughs> That was good. That's a good one. Just a, just a little cutesy thing. You can almost tell that at the church supper, right? Yeah, sure. Right, so that's... Well, well, I have a newfound respect for you, so I guess it's all right that he listens to you for four hours tonight. Oh, all right. Thank you so much. Oh, okay, Griezmann. Thanks okay. You I appreciate you calling. I'm just a white. There should be no hostility here. I mean, you may come away shaking your head ruefully. You may think I need to check him from the neck up. You may just say, the guy's nuts. Grab him. But there should be no hostility. I'm just a wacky guy. <laughs> I can't, like, you hear a lot of guys with their boom boxes walking along the street, and it's going, but this is what I put on my boom box when I'm walking. Just to show people, hey, I don't mean nothing. Maybe I'll walk around with this when the verdict comes in. Yeah. Now, how can you not smile? You can be old and grumpy. Look at me go! Yeah. Uh, you got a hot dame coming over to the house, you put this on the stereo. Yeah. She'll know that you're the kind of guy she can bring home to mom and pop. is my number. Stand by. There will be more of the Greaseman Show. This weekend, 94 WISP puts you in control. You want it? You got it. The All Request Weekend. Uh, yeah, I'd like to request a song. Yeah, can I make a request? Hi, I'd like to make a request. Oh, yeah, I was wondering if you play some John Lennon. This weekend, you say it, and we'll play it. All Request. We'll take you inside Philadelphia's largest on-air music library. And we'll put you in the driver's seat. It's the All Request Weekend. I mean, after all, isn't this why you bought your radio in the first place? The All Request Weekend. It happens this weekend. From the only station big enough to bring it to you. We're the classic rock station. 94 WISP. Thanks for listening to Philadelphia's classic rock radio station. 94 WISP. We specialize in only the great stuff from the past four decades. And we would love to have your input. Give us a call right now at 668-8320 and let us know how we can better serve you. We're the classic rock station. 94 WISP. You've probably seen the commercials for the new Nissan Altima. But even more likely, you've probably seen the Altima itself, because not only is it the best-selling new car in Nissan's history, the Altima is the best-selling new car nameplate in America. 
And for the first time, your Nissan dealer has plenty of Altimas in stock, still starting at $13,000. And now, till the end of March, there are factory-to-dealer incentives and low-cost leases on Zs, Pathfinders, Maximas, Trucks, and Sentras. There are also incentives on the NX and the 240SX, and the best selection yet on the new Quest minivan. So if you've been admiring all the new Nissans on the road, see your Nissan dealer. Because now you can finally drive one home. Nissan. It's time to expect more from a car. Based on sales of new nameplates through February 93, MSRP for Altima XE, excluding taxes, title, license, destination charges, and options. Limited time offer. Dealer participation may affect cost. See dealer for details. I'd like to talk to you about a great deal for your business. Tickets to the 1993 Bell Atlantic Classic, May 17th through the 23rd. Classic tickets make great gifts. It's a great way to thank your best clients and reward your top employees. The 1993 Bell Atlantic Classic is the only senior PGA tournament event in the Philadelphia area. You'll see some of the living legends of golf, like Arnold Palmer, Chichi Rodriguez, and last year's champion Lee Trevino shoot it out for $550,000 in prize money. Right there, up close at the Chester Valley Golf Club. What's even more exciting is all the proceeds go to St. Christopher's Hospital for Children. Tee off at the Chester Valley Golf Club is only two months away. So call 215-644-CLUB today for information on advanced discounted tickets to the 1993 Bell Atlantic Classic. That's 215-644-CLUB. Great golf for a great cause. Interrupting all broadcasts. I repeat, interrupting all broadcasts. This is Radio Free Moosehead, the voice of Canada's oldest independent brewery. Coming to you via mobile satellite from somewhere near Halifax, Nova Scotia. With news and views as honest and undiluted as Moosehead beer itself. Today we bring you helpful tax hints from our accounting department. Did you know that buying a round of Mooseheads for your boss might qualify as a business expense? Correct. Save your receipts because a cold, crisp, refreshing Moosehead beer tastes even better when it's tax deductible. And while we don't suggest that you cheat on your taxes, we can suggest how you spend your refund. Invest in a few cases of Moosehead beer. Hoping the IRS finds your return as easy to swallow as a cold, frosty bottle of Moosehead. This has been Radio Free Moosehead, the voice of Canada's oldest independent brewery. We now return you to your regularly scheduled broadcast. Moosehead, Canada's premium lager, imported but not owned by the Guinness Import Company, Stamford, Connecticut. Tell me all about this car-buying phobia. First it was the shouting. Mm -hmm. I got confused. I started to believe the unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't any selection, and the prices were too high. Mm -hmm. I've lost all hope. What's the answer, doctor? Five million dollar inventory reduction. What? The Thompson, Toyota, and Nissan $5 million inventory reduction is the cure for your car buying confusion. We're overstocked, and that means great selection and savings now through Saturday at Thompson, Toyota, and Nissan in nearby Doylestown. Find the car you want at the price you want. Choose from over 50 Nissan Sentras and Maximus, over 20 of the redesigned Toyota Corolla. Thompson's got 17 Nissan Pathfinders and seven brand-new Toyota T100 midsize trucks. You'll find amazing trade-in prices, flexible lease terms, and on-the-spot financing that may let you drive your new vehicle home. Now's the time to buy. See newspapers for details. Don't miss the incredible three-day $5 million inventory reduction at Thompson, Toyota, and Nissan. Routes 313 and 611 in Doylestown. It's just what the doctor ordered. Nighttime radio in Philadelphia will never be the same. <laughs> yes, it's true. You're listening to the Grease Man Show on the Classic Rock Station. <laughs> 94 WISP. 
President Clinton is somewhat hating life. One of his uh, economic advisors tracked him down and said, Mr. President, Mr. President, uh, it's not all gloom and doom. You know, there's uh, a segment of our society that's making a fortune, even in these grim economic times. And Bill Clinton brightened and said, oh, yeah, who? And the guy said, well, it's the factories that make those going out of business signs. Uh, they're making uh, a killing. Uh, all right, let's go to the blower. Hi there. Hey there. Ho there. Hi, great. Yes, ma'am. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of yours. I've been listening for a while now, and um, I just had to let you know, though, tonight you're making me uh, crazy. I'm wondering what's going on there in your chair. I keep hearing it squeak, and it's uh, kind of annoying. All right, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make a metal I'm going to bring in some WD-40 tomorrow. Uh-oh. And I'm going to sprint. Well, I know what I can do. <clears throat> Hang on a second. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, 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 that is... Oh, man, got to kill two birds with one stone there, little girl, huh? Great. Man, that was nice. Thanks for thanks for pointing that out. Listen, doesn't make a sound now, huh? Good. Uh, how did what you she's for it? <laughs> make you a hell of a bull, you beige. Thank you, Grease. I appreciate it. Hey, that's all right. Thanks for thanks for uh, being a part of the action here. Grease, I have a question. Yes. Um, I've never seen you. I've never seen a picture of you, and I, I'm wondering if you could give me a little bit of a description of what you look like. Well, uh, let me give you an address. You got a pencil you can grab? Uh, sure do. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll give the let me give the address over there. We'll let people uh, with a song in their heart. <laughs> Uh, we're at uh, 600 Madison Avenue. Just write uh, Greaseman Photo. That's the best thing. Greaseman Photo, <laughs> 600 Madison Avenue, fourth floor, New York, New York, one double zero two two. Okay. All right. And they'll send you a picture, but you got to write Greaseman Photo, 600 Madison Avenue, fourth floor, New York, New York, one double zero two two. Okay. Is it is a tree have chicken legs? Will you stop with that? All right. My my upper body's a little more developed than my lower body, but uh. I heard you're pretty bulky, though. You know. I'm six two, 190, 195 pounds, depending on the size of the mashup that morning. Hmm. Yeah. 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 I am a lumbering daddy. Oh, great. You right. sound like it. Thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to dial me up, uh, and uh, I'm here for you when you need me. It's one constant you'll have in your life, and then I will be here. Uh, relationships will come and go. Jobs will come and go. You'll be fired. At times, people you love will let you down. Uh, your health will even abandon you occasionally. Uh, but yet, I'll be here. No matter what. You can roll to the radio and crank that bad boy on, and I don't care if your head's pounding and your gut's gurgling, your dog's dead, and your parents have turned on you. I'll be here. Let me lumber over to the window a second. Can I do that? I mean, we're not under any formatic constraints. I mean, I should be, I should be, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you feel it in the air or is it just me? I, I know there's a lot of anger, but I'm feeling a little passion. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm getting a distinct feeling. There's a kind of, uh, all over the town tonight. All over the town, you can hear the sound of uh, 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 You know what I mean? There's a kind of oh, Somewhere in an old Biscayne In someone's backseat California chips and other stains I just hear passion in the So listen very carefully Closer now and you will see what I mean It isn't a dream 
The only sound that you will hear is Cupid's quiver and implements getting smeared. A zesty shame. There's a kind of on that old canoe boat driver. Attention is on the bearded clap and one-eyed viper. Now, when I look out the window and I see all that humanity and I stare out there, that's what I can envision. I'm sure right now, even as I'm running my yap. I mean, there must be people saying, the heck with the economy, let's love life. That's what I see. So listen very carefully, closer now, and you will see what I mean. It isn't a dream. But West Virginia's way of bliss is somewhat different and probably sounds just like this. You just drop them pants. Oh, mountaineering. There's a kind of all over the town tonight. All over the town, you can hear the sound of lovers in love. A bandage is rubbed. A push and a shove. I just hear it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe. It's the all-new Grease Man show. Maybe I'm just a hopeless romantic. Uh, hi, it's Grease. You made it through. Uh, oh, we have a, yeah, time is of the essence here. Yes, ma'am. Hi, I just want uh, to tell you. What's that? It's very, uh, tonight's the first night that I've ever listened to you, and I think you're hysterical. I'm enjoying this so much. Well, thank you. Were you going to spread the word? Oh, yeah. I will. <laughs> That's great. Well, Lombricia, what do you do? What do I, nothing. I'm unemployed right now. Unemployed hate in life. What kind of work are you looking for? Nothing. <laughs> huh? Anything right now. Anything. Well, no, not anything, you know. Hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking applications for bowl warmer. <laughs> See, oh, okay. When I get off the air, I, uh, I, uh, I like a mash of, and I don't like that cold bowl. Okay. So I like someone to sit there like 15 minutes before I get off and just kind of warm the bowl. But, but how big are you, a big woman? <laughs> not too big. 190 pounds worth of woman? No, 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 no. No, okay. Well, then I guess you're a little small. Yeah. I'm 190, so whoever warms the bowls got to be full size. Still around there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Twelve dollars an hour. That's... That pays well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a sexual thing at all. I want to make that no, clear. No, I no, no sex involved. It's just uh, I just would I just don't like that thing cold. You know. That's right. Work okay. hard. I want that thing warm and toasty, and I go in there and you get that first little. <gasps> shock, you know, and you don't want, that kind of binds you up a little bit. Yeah, I want true. things to go the other way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I so I thought a bowl warmer, the thing would be nice and toasty. Okay. And, uh, but anyway, obviously <laughs> you're not going to fill that role. No, not really. But that's all right. But at least you called to send a little sunshine, so I feel the warmth of your humanity. Okay, thanks, but I really enjoy you. Where are you calling from? I'm, I'm on Long Island. Oh, great. Well, spread the word. Okay. I'll, I'll meet you out in Yap, Hank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. See you bye. later. Bye-bye. Uh, I can't believe it. Look at this. Uh, unbelievable. It's martini time. <laughs> that means a long last I get to think of these Grecian probably 16 stained headphones and everything that's critical liquid that takes you to the far of problems of fire ball by pain. Oh, what a relief it is. What a relief. Yeah. Oh, this went too fast. Man, I didn't get a chance to spill my guts about the Reggie White situation. Oh, 
The Jets have made him a four-year, $14 million offer. Man. Yeah. I mean, you got Philadelphia unloading Jim McMahon to the Vikings. Trading Randall to the Raiders. Reggie shopping from town to town. By my count, we got the water boys and the beer vendors left. What's going on? Well, we'll look at that tomorrow, I guess. Can you imagine uh, somebody making you a, a $14 million four-year... God likes me! He really, really likes me! All right, me. Reggie, calm down, calm down. Uh, tomorrow, more topicality. Uh, uh, we're going to talk to uh, Cheers writer Ken Levine. Uh, he's written wings. Guy's written a lot of stuff, but uh, we got to find out that last episode. The show's going off the air, so maybe he can give us a little insight. Should be wacky nonetheless. Till then, I trust you'll have a joyous and blessed day. And as we used to say back at old Mexico City, AMF. From the city of brotherly love, it's 94 WYSP Philadelphia. How it's turned all morning. Classic rock and roll all day.